0: Good evening and welcome to another edition of Advantage Connors coming to you again from the late night hours here with Jimmy Connors before bedtime I caught him. How are you this evening? <laughs> hey,
1: you're right. It's getting near my bedtime. I'm almost 70 at this time. But uh, good to be with you, brother. We, uh, we've had a busy week and, and a great weekend of, of sports activity and uh, a lot of news. So let, let's talk about a few things.
0: Let's talk about a few things. Uh, first off, we can recap um, Madrid. Madrid was won by the man who is on everyone's mind in the tennis world. We've talked about him for about four or five straight weeks. I feel like Carlos Alcaraz wins again. Yeah. This time. I love it. Yep. What do you think I, about I, it? I
1: love, I, I love it. But you know, you know what, though? I wonder if tennis loves it. You know, their main guys, of. Uh, Federer and Nadal and Djokovic, you know, that they have been, uh, you know, just, you know, given everything to over the past 10 or 12 years, and rightfully so, you know, now all of a sudden, you got this young 18, 19-year-old, this young upstart that comes in with an attitude that says, I don't really give a shit who I'm playing, just let's, let's serve it up and see who's the best. You know, it kind of reminds me back of a few guys in the old days. <laughs> you know, which which I love. Because, like who? You know, he's he's the future of tennis. Yeah. He, he's what's going to continue to draw in you know the the fans to keep them interested in the game. And you know, as great as Nadal, the Joker, and and Federer are, it's time for somebody else to come up and to take over. And it, you know, and we've talked about it over over the past couple of years, Brett you know, that, you know, they're not going to give it away. Somebody's going to have to take it. Mm -hmm. And and it seems to me that he's not afraid to go in there and take it. And the way he's played over the last, what, you know, six, eight, eight weeks, 10 weeks, something like that has been pretty incredible. Now with saying that I've got, I've got a couple things that I want to talk about. One is, I hope he doesn't let it go to his head and think, well, you know, I've made it now, <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah. he's, he's young and, and he's been successful, but he's got to keep going and keep pushing. And, and with the, uh, with the way that uh, uh, he goes about his game and everything, I think he, he's going to do that. What's your thoughts?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously that's, you always think that about anyone who gets a lot of success and praise all at once, but I think we can go ahead and move almost move past that because let me ask you this. How many players on tour would have celebrated their Indian Wells semifinal? Uh, uh, you know, he got to the semis, lost there. How many people would have uh, celebrated that for like You're three right. months? Let alone, then he goes... Three Ghost.
1: months? How, how about five years? <laughs> right.
0: Or like <laughs> Win, winning Miami.
1: Major. We've Other, seen that before. If We've somebody else,
0: that. if it's like Zverev had won Miami... He might have disappeared for a month or like somebody else wins Miami. He wins Miami. Then he goes, he wins Barcelona. Somebody wins Barcelona. They might disappear for two years. Then he goes and wins Madrid. So I don't think he's going to like rest on his laurels. I think he's like, look, I see an opportunity in the game. And it becomes more apparent the better he gets where it's like, geez, it's kind of true. Like there's this huge opportunity for this. Now he's 19. He finally turned 19. So we don't have to feel as, as uh, bad thinking like crazy how this 18 year old kid is dominating. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's great. It, it's, it's beyond good. And, and uh, you know, it, uh, for me, it, it shows that, that the way he's playing these other guys that are, he's 19 just now. These guys that are 23, 24, 25, 26, whatever, they're saying, uh-oh, uh-oh. right. Uh-oh. We may- maybe we-, we missed our opportunity, our window, and we got this new kid coming up, and now, we, you know, where are we stuck? We're
0: stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe yeah. it'll push them. For sure. You know, that- and I think, I think you're right, though, yep. when, you're, when you said that, you know, they've been riding Joker and, and Fed and the Doll because they've kind of, they had to because they're so great, and then no one else has stepped up. So it's like, right. well, we got to keep going with the guys who win, you know, like these are the dudes. And then I think to be honest, deep down, if you ask those guys, Joker, even though, I mean, talk about the draw. He went through Nadal to beat Djokovic to then beat Zverev, yeah. which was almost a gimme. Once he, once right. he knew he was going to beat those two guys, it was like right. he was kind of lose to Zverev in that second serve. Like, right. And so, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it, go for it. And by it.
1: the way, he's turned out to be a disappointment. Right. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say it because, you know, he had, yeah, you know, he had the goods, and and it seemed like that he was one of the the, the two or three guys that were were that was going to step up and and uh, you know start taking things and 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 being the guy, and and you know even though he got to the finals, you know, I was it was almost like, geez, really? <laughs> uh, it, it's a uh, but uh, but the, the other the other kids, he's he's got no fear. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know my 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 coach, my first coach, my mom, uh, and your grandma. She told me one thing. She goes, "When you go, there's two things you got to learn about in, in 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 your in your life and in, in your tennis life." He says, "Greed and fear." Greed and fear. And I said, "Well, what are you talking about?" You know. And and I tried to get her to tell me. She goes, "You got to find that out." You know. And, and the interesting thing is this kid has figured one thing out already. No fear, you know, that he goes out and he plays. But it's all, it's all good when you're young. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he doesn't have anything to lose now. He's young. He's coming up. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see now how he plays with the pressure. When Especially he becomes the, he go-
0: the chased instead of being cha- the chaser, becomes the chaste. Right,
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, playing with no fear when you got nothing to lose is one thing. Playing with no fear when you got your balls on the line is another, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you know, and, and and you're the guy. He's becoming the guy, and, and you know, that everybody wants to beat. Yep. And you know, it's gonna, you know, I, I you know, we we got to talk. You got to tell me. I'd like to know. I know they're in Rome now, leading up to uh, the French. I'd like to know what what he is at the French, and and if he's one of the top. You know, uh I'll tell uh, you.
0: I'll uh, tell you in a minute, but. Let, okay. me, let me button the, uh, uh, Madrid up before we move on to that. Okay. Like you said, Zverev, is, he is kind of disappointing because almost when I think of like who's supposed to have been this guy for like yep. the last four or five years, it's Zverev. He's right. this big guy and he's been around tennis. His older brother, brother played. He's been touted. He's got the, this and all the ground strokes and everything. And he's, he's 25 now. So like he's another one of these guys where even if he breaks through, he's like 25, going to be 26. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, he said some stuff. Like, he's like, oh, you know, after he lost to him pretty, he lost handily to Alcaraz in the final you know he's like like, well you're the best player in the world now and da da da. but then he goes into press and he goes in and complains about like madrid scheduling him late and then he was on the court late and he didn't get to bed till like 4 a.m you know you're just like (sighs) so like did did do you think alcaraz played great or was it because you were out late last night you know Mm. and he just always got that thing that excuse you know earlier in the year he got disqualified from acapulco or you know where he's smashing the the umpire right. chair, right. I mean, he almost hits it. If one that. of those connects, he might break the guy's ankle or something like that. You know, he's a tough guy to root for. And like, he kind of becomes the poster boy of like, what's allowing Alcaraz to do this? Because like Djokovic and Nadal, they're still like hanging you know, not hanging on, but there's, they're older. They're like at the end of their career, they're still the best in the world. But like, at some point, like somebody young should come along and be at least in that circle, in that like grouping where you're like, there's these two legends at the end of their career. There's this guy, he's 20, 19, 20 coming up. Then there's a few guys in the middle. But it's almost like bookend right now, where it's like those guys at the end and now Alcaraz. And you got like well, Sitsi Pas and all these other guys too. But like as far as guys you think can dominate, I th- think it's those those few guys. What what an opportunity for him though. You know, that
1: he he's gotta have somebody around him. Or are either that or at 19, he he's he he must have very good vision, you know, to be able to see that this is, is, you know, what an opportunity for me, you know, to, to go out and, and to, to play against, you know, as, as great as, you know, outside of, you know, the top three guys, as great as the other guys are, that he says they're not that great. Right. <laughs> you know, that I, I can, st- I can step up there and I can get in there and I can compete with them. So if I can get in there and compete with them, what's my next step? That's mm-hmm. Djokovic, Nadal, better if he, if he comes back or whatever. You know, so, uh, you know, he, he, must, he must have a vision. And, you know, so, some guys, you know, young like that, Brett, set their sights. And, and they say, I've got five years or I've got six, seven years. They, you know, nobody knows how long a career is. So many things can happen. But he says, if I can go five years, I'm going to break my back. And give it everything I have every time, and I want to get the most out of everything I can. And then if I reach five years and I'm still able to play, I'm gonna give it another five years. Mm-hmm. You know, and but but his attitude and the way he plays and the excitement that he brings to the game, you know, five, five, six, seven years from now, we're gonna say, Jesus, who's gonna step up and beat Alcaraz?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like that. You know, like where you're like, who who are going to be the guys who challenge him? I mean, obviously, right. he's on a hot run. It's obvious He'll have a time where he cools off. He's not going to win every week, but it see, sure seems like it right now. And you were saying he's got good people around him. I mean, his coach is Juan Carlos Ferrero, you know, who won a Grand Slam, made a, made the finals. I think uh, Roddick, our good buddy the Andy, US Open. Yep, beat him in the finals yep. in uh, in '03. So he's got good mm-hmm. people around him and he just seems like a, you know, like just a, a kid who loves tennis, you know, and yeah. he's just really, no, really yeah. athletic. You, you, and You
1: know what? You you took the words right out of my mouth. You know, he, he seems to be, you know, he's a kid who loves tennis. He probably played tennis. Uh, he, he'd be a good in the old school playing because you love the game. Mm-hmm. You know, you play and want to go out and give it everything. Doesn't matter about the money. Of course the money matters and all that, you know, I, I I'd be stupid to say that it didn't, but he seems to be a, a kid that would go out there and play for free.
0: Yep. Totally and, agree. and you, know, Pardon? Totally agree.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you can't beat that, you know, because that takes all the pressure off mm-hmm. because he sees that the more he wins, the more he's going to make, it's not go make the money first and then go try to win. He's winning. Yeah. You know, and then, and then along with that comes everything else comes the the endorsements and comes the notoriety and comes the fame and everything no win none of that you know but 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 everybody expects to have everything first now you know that that's the that's the difference but he would play tennis you know and for me that's that's the 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 greatest thing i see he played for free yeah and 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 to me that's that that he's got it all. Yeah, you know if, if he goes out and plays like that. Plus yeah. he's got the game.
0: Yeah, which is even better. I just think he's he's fun to watch because of how mature his game is. Like he his drop shot might be already one of the best drop shots I've ever seen, and like he moves forward. He he you watch him. He s- moves around on the baseline with his serve. Sometimes he's over there and you think he's playing in a doubles match. You know, he's so far right. out wide and you're like, yeah. and then he hits this spinner out wide and you're like, this guy's got a lot of different stuff in the bag already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he hugs the baseline. Like he was doing this thing with Nadal where like, I don't know if I talked about it last week or whatever, but Nadal will sometimes hit like short with his forehand. And it's like, pe- mm-hmm. but people like will allow him to get away with it because they're so scared of like the next reply. They stay so far back, they you know? But this kid was like stepping in and doing like this little jump backhand short cross court where you're like, I've never seen anyone do that and punish Nadal, you know, maybe Fed a little bit, mm. Djokovic a little bit, but never like, you know, someone so young. So I think wow. that's fun.
1: One thing about him, I, I know he's in Rome and he's playing in Rome, but leading up to the, to the French Open, I hope he doesn't burn himself out. He, he's been on a good run. And and he's, he should have a, a piles and piles of confidence, you know, going into these tournaments. I just hope he doesn't burn himself out to the point where he gets into the French three out of five sets over two weeks. That that you know, all of a sudden he says, "I'm tired." You know, yeah. I, I I hope that those around him are 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 uh, on top of it enough. Actually, he might not be time... playing
0: this week. I'm looking right now. I don't think he is playing oh, this week.
1: Well. Then yeah, then, you're you know, right. Make, That's smart then. move. Then yeah, you know it would be it would be great to you know to see him go into the French, you know, as, as confident and ready that he is that he that he's he's ready physically and mentally because winning a especially the French, you know, yeah. winning winning that grueling two week three out of five set tournament on uh, on the Terre de
0: yeah the Terre <laughs> yeah.
1: It, yeah, is uh. We'll, yeah, we'll move on.
0: To- we'll move on to the the French Open yep. odds. I want to get to that, but quickly, I, the women in Madrid. Um, o- I'm a big fan of Ons Jabeur, the Tunisian uh, player, WTA player. She's uh, a lot of fun to root for. She's uh, likable. Another person, bless you, who has uh, thank you. lots of uh, variety. She's got great yes. hands. Like does does well with the drop shot. She's now so so she's won on clay. She's her other tournament wins on grass. Um, which makes sense kind of because of all her little touch shots around the net. Um, So Mm -hmm. I thought that was a a great, a great result for her. Her first big masters kind of 1000 uh, tournament level. She beat Jessica Pagula, the American player who like quietly uh, with all the touted people all all over the years, this person and that person and big names, with big, you know, contracts and big coaches. And here's little Jesse Pagula, just like grinding her way to like the top 12 or 15 and, you know, 10 in the world. And kind of right. passing all those other girls up who have had a lot of, uh, you know, hype over the last four or five years. What do you think about that?
1: So, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, lo- I love that because, you know, sometimes flying under the radar is good. But, you know, when you fly under the radar and all of a sudden you become successful, now all of a sudden you're not, <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, uh, when you say that, you know, I, I look back and I, I try to remember, you know, not uh, what, uh, seven, eight, eight, nine months ago at the U.S. Open the finals of the U.S. Open, the, you know, the two young upstarts that, uh, you know, shocked the tennis world, one mm-hmm. coming through uh, the qualifying without, uh, losing a set and the other, you know, a young player, what's happened to them?
0: Yeah. Uh, Fernandez has been up and down a little more consistent than, um, Radicanu, but, uh, yeah, Raducanu can't seem to put the consistency together. She'll get maybe a win and, and then lose a the second round or something. I don't know. That's a tough one. That that that's an example of where you're like, uh, Alcaraz doesn't seem to have that problem. Where like she had mm-hmm. big success out of nowhere, signs you know trillions of dollars of deals, and then is like a second or a third round player right now. Mm. Well. So I mean, we'll see. She's young; they have time. But it's uh, yeah. that's why I like Pagula because it's like she's. You know, she was always thought of, oh, she's a Buffalo Bills. Uh, her father owns the Bills, and that's what everyone would talk about. Like that, she's 11 in the world. You know, she meets <coughs> top 10 players all the time. She's got a title, you know. So she's, I, I, like, I like her because I feel like she's just been grinding and, like, taking care of her business and kind of slowly getting right. better and better. And, uh, you know, I was happy. it was a cool final because I like both players, and, and I'm happy Jabour won, but I would have been just as happy if uh, Pagula won.
1: But it's interesting you you're talking about her she's been around sports her whole life sure. you know and 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 knows you know the you know, the winning and the losing of it and and what it takes and and the grind you know with the you know for father owns the buffalo bills and you know what it takes to to have a great team and and a team that competes and and you know how to push and and, and what it takes and and you know which is a, which has been a great education for her you know so you know, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm all for her because she she doesn't expect anything. She expects to goes to go out and to grind and to do the best she can and, and put every effort that she has into it, which I'm sure is in her background in her upbringing. You know, to to try to be as good as she can be. So I'm I'm uh, I'm rooting for her too. I like her too.
0: Yep, and like we were talking last week, some people are late bloomers. She's 28 and she's you know on her way into yeah. the top 10 potentially with some more good results this year. So shout out to Pagula, Keep it up. Okay, let's move on to the French Open odds. You talked about it earlier. We'll start with the men. This is absurd. If If you like gambling on futures and tennis or any sport, you'll know that the heavier the favorite at the top of the odds will then create bigger odds for almost everyone below them. Because if, you know, someone like Nadal, who's usually even money to win the French, meaning like if he's that much of a lock, everyone else can't be too favored, you know? So listen to these odds. Here we go. French Open 2022. Rafael Nadal, plus 137. Carlos Alcaraz with a bullet, plus 180 to the top almost of the favorite (laughs) odds. Wow. Joker, plus 275. Sissipas, plus 550.
1: Well, so what do you do? Take the four of them against the field?
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know. You can't do that. You'd lose at least three bets, and then your best payoff is only five and a half. But I mean, that's crazy to have five guys under five and a half to one to win a tournament. Yeah,
1: wow. I mean, uh, uh, Nadal to be the favorite. I mean, you got to look at him. I mean, his record over the past, you know, uh, forty-seven years, years <laughs> at the French, is, you know, is is ridiculous. And and you know, you it, it's almost impossible to even think about betting against him. And and here's the reason why. Uh, first of all, he loves the French. He's won it. Uh, what thirteen times? He feels comfortable there, and and he feels that that's his tournament, you know. But uh, you know, with 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 those odds, you know, and Djokovic coming back and getting some match play, Alcaraz, uh, and and uh, you know the the year that he's had uh, on uh, uh, not not just clay but hard courts too, mm-hmm. and and the way that he plays, you know, and and you know, you you, you never know. It's three out of five. I think I I think that uh, looking at that uh, uh that that kind of favors rafa because he doesn't care if he plays for one hour or five hours he just doesn't care but it all it also you know look makes me look at Alcaraz again and i don't think he cares either no. you know so what 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 a final that would be you know, between the two of them how good would that be right you know in a three out of five set match but well, you know, throw in I'm, I'm Joker, gonna,
0: throw in Joker, too. He doesn't mind going six hours in a final, you know,
1: right. I, I was going to I was just going to say I'm not throwing him out because, you know, just just when you know, just when you think you're out, they're going to pull you back in. You know, that's a line from the Godfather, you know, and, yep. and, and you know, they, it, you know, pulling him back in only makes it that much better, you know, to to get him match play and to get him ready for the next, you know, the next uh, six, seven weeks. But mm. with the French and Wimbledon coming up. I mean it it's uh
0: 105 and 3 all time Rafa at the French Open not bad
1: well uh, I mean you know <laughs> what do you do have a couple off days I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, the- I mean
0: one was Soderling you know one was Djokovic <clears throat> right. you know like right. so it's uh they're not like bad terrible losses um. Yeah, and then it goes to Zverev, 14-1, to 1, team 18-1. to 1. I mean, you know, Rude yeah. 20. Rude is a sleeper to make a run. I don't think he can win it all. Three out of five. I'm not sure he hasn't proven that to me yet, that he's a three out of five player. But Sinner 25. I feel like Sinner's the guy who's kind of building towards potentially being like the rival. I like him. Yeah, the I, rival know. to Alcaraz. Like if yeah. Alcaraz becomes the guy, like it might take Sinner an extra year or two, but then he might be the guy who can compete with him.
1: You know, I, I, there, there's a couple guys that are a, a little bit more down the down the road from, uh, uh, not down the road, but down the rankings from uh, Zarev and those guys. Uh, yeah, he's one of them. Sinners, one of them. I like and Felix. Uh, Felix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's starting I, to I get a little I,
0: better. Have some more wins where you think he might lose a match. He's pulling some of those out now, which seems to be.
1: What's uh, it, it going to take for him, though, brother? You watch a lot of tennis, and and he's he's got a good game, and and, uh, and, and has had some. Uh, some pretty good success. Now I don't think uh, uh, the kind of success that he's looking for quite yet, but what, but what's he need? Cause I I like his game. I like him.
0: Yeah, I do too. He's a, seems like a nice kid, like just a normal dude. Um, you know, it's tough because he seems like he has all the weapons. His serve could get a little better, but I mean, who, who's couldn't and right. like, you know, he's, he's got good ground strokes until he doesn't like, you'll be watching the match. He wins a set six, three or four and looks good. And then, comes out and all of a sudden his, fore, his forehand goes off mm. sometimes in the net, mm. like five feet wide, five feet long. And you're sitting there and it, it's got to be frustrating. He's coached by Uncle Tony now, you know. Uncle Tony coaches Felix the last like year or so. So, so that's an interesting pairing, well, especially when you're when you're we're talking on the clay and stuff. But I don't know because you watch, you watch a set and you'll be like, this guy has all the tools to be like a top five, seven, eight guy uh, consistently. And then mm-hmm. he starts missing like, forehands like sometimes neutral forehands like you know not heavy pressured forehands and you're right. like i don't know like how do you you know he has to stop missing those i guess is what i would say because when you look at him when he's rolling he looks like he could be a top five guy
1: well he's still young you know maybe you know it's uh you know some, Super some guys reach some guys reach their peak uh, and, and start uh, maturing a little bit later yeah uh, you know and and they need that little extra experience and. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it, it uh, the way the talk is, is if you don't make it by 18 or 19, now you might as well quit, <laughs> you know. So, you know, but uh, some guys mature a little later, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to give them the opportunity. But, you know, if you, but but if you're going to give them the opportunity, you got to know that those kids are out working and grinding and training and, and doing everything they can, you know, to, uh, you know, to to give it their all. And and. And, 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 and you can, you can only allow for that so long.
0: Yeah. You, I mean, you know, he and, just, and, he'll be 22 in August. So he's still young. Well, I mean, he 20, can. 22
1: 20 is nothing, yeah. you know, 22 is nothing. And, and, uh, you know, for, for him, you know, he, he should look at, at, uh, at Alcaraz and say, I better get my ass in gear, mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and, uh, because this, this is, this is the guy coming up. If I want to stay in this and I want to be a force and a name in this game, that. That's my that that's that's my guy that I gotta compete with. And and so maybe maybe that's a good push for him.
0: Yeah. And yep.
1: and for a lot of these young guys coming up. It's uh, you know, I, I know how it was for me, you know, when young guys came up. I said, you know, shit, I don't wanna lose to that guy. That yeah. that's my competition. I'm I'm gonna have to train more, you know, get in better shape, you know, work a little harder, you know, do whatever. And and but, you know, it all depends on the guy if he's willing to do that. And uh like hope hopefully It seems like he is, right. Yeah, Yeah. he seems like he's a hard
0: worker. But how funny is this, is like all these dudes, all these like guys who we talk about have been kind of waiting for those older guys to retire or get hurt or quit, um, have been chasing, the bar has been like Djokovic and Nadal and like, you know, before that fed and Murray, like there's been chasing this bar that's been the same bar for like right. a decade and a half, right? Mm, Since like yeah. the mid-2000s, it's either been Fed and then doll and then Joker. And Murray comes along and it's ding, 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 all those guys. You know, Stan comes in and gets a little bit of his and and, and Delpo and Chilich and all that. But um, now all of a sudden, like it seems like the bar is changing. Like obviously mm-hmm. Joker and Nadal still top guys. I'm not saying that they're going away, but it seems like the guy that people need to start chasing is this 19-year-old kid, Carlos Alcaraz. And, like, I think that's well, kind of crazy because it's been these other three guys for 15 years.
1: Right. But, but if, the, if the, he's setting the bar because he's the one that's going to be around for another 20 years or 15 years. Yeah. You know, he's the guy. You know, I, you know you'd love to hear uh, see Rafa and, and, uh, and Joker and, and Fed stay around for another 15 years, but it's impossible. No. This is not going to happen. You know, so uh, I I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I really know. shouldn't say that. Maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. You never know. But it's just you know,
0: it's pretty it's interesting because we've just had this like this image in our head locked in. We're like the top is these three guys. The top is these three guys. Like probably while right. you guys when you were playing, the top is you and Borg and Mac, and then you and, Bo- and then eventually it like swings. And it's funny that it's swinging. It's swinging past all these dudes, like right. all these dudes, thirty eight years old and below are getting past the bar is going sorry guys and skipping over every one of those guys back to this 19 year old kid who yeah. is now yeah. the guy that is setting the bar probably and that they're all going to be chasing now for the next decade and a half
1: well all, all i gotta say is this i know over the past six eight months ten months or more you've been telling me you got to watch this young guy you got to watch this young guy you know who, who who's that this kid you know you know, Alcatraz. Alcatraz, you know, no got, Alcaraz. And, and, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm going Alcatraz. You know, you know, say no, it's Al Alcaraz. This this guy, this kid. You got to watch this kid. You know, so I, I you know, and, and and I'm 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 throwing the props to you, son, because right. you know,
0: a lot of I people know, have been saying it. I mean, you can kind of tell when you watch him play that that he's a little different than some of these other guys.
1: Yeah, but, but you're uh, the one that got me interested in him, and and uh, you know, watching him play, and you know, not and you know, and, and I hear. You know, a lot of my buddies that, uh, you know, that I've known since the beginning, you know, who, you know, they said, geez, I'm watching this kid play, you know, and, uh, you know, geez, he can play. I said, who's that? And they go, Alcaraz. I said, well, you know, Brett's been touting him for about
0: 10 months now. Yeah. I've you, been you betting know, on so, him, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then, then, you're, then you're even better. Even right. Better. Yeah.
0: But just you got that's how you got to do it. You got to find those up and comers and when they're underdogs, because the book gets onto them quick and makes them almost even odds to win the French Open is Nadal. All right, let's move well, on from I, tennis.
1: I, I, I'd like to bet on even odds, but if I, was, if I had any guts at all on the weekend, uh, you know, I was always a long shot better. Mm. Uh, I, I, I'd have bet on an 80-to-1 shot I to win the where you're Kentucky going. Derby.
0: What a story uh, that is. Over the weekend, Kentucky Derby happened. 80-to-1 uh, shot Rich Strike is the winner. Coming from seemed like a mile back. Uh, yeah. Started on the outside lane. Not many horses went from the outside. He was a late. there was a late scratch that allowed him to get into the race literally 24, 36 hours prior to the race. So on right. Friday he gets in the race is Saturday. He was a $30,000 claim back in August. So he raced mm-hmm. some you know one of his junior events or, or, or whatever they're called, and uh, uh, you know did, did all right. Someone claimed him for 30 grand. And then over right. that time, he was able to figure out a way to get himself into the Kentucky Derby at the last minute, start on the outside uh, lane, and somehow come from behind to win. Did you watch it live? What'd you think?
1: I did. I, I did. I, I watched it at uh, at home, and and uh, you know, I, I made a point of you know uh, getting here to see it, and uh, because it was a big field, it was uh, twenty. What was it? Twenty one, twenty two yeah. horses, yep. and, and you know, which is big for the Kentucky Derby, and 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 to you know to to watch the you know i, I was kind of looking at zenden and 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 trying to follow and and then there was another i can't remember the name of it it was a gray horse that i kind Have of liked it? also and and uh, uh but i was watching watching the two of them and and all of a sudden you know i i I'm just kind of watching this horse and i'm saying jesus where where is he coming from and then the afterburners that he put on the last 8th mile oh my god oh the greatest thrill for me and one of the greatest rules in sports, all the sports is, is when they come around, you know, the last turn to get into the stretch. And, and when the, uh, when the guy that's doing the announcing says, and down the stretch, they come. Mm-hmm. Remember when they said that, remember our friend, uh, uh, Billy that, yep. that uh, from back in Belva, he's, you know, he used to always call that. And it's, uh, it's just uh, to see him just, you know, pounding and, you know, it it showed the, you know, they were going like 37, 38, 39 miles an hour. And, and just those horses just, you know, and, and the sound and the pounding. And I mean, the, the thrill of yeah. being down on the rail. I'd love to be down on the rail one day. We should go just sometime. To, be yeah, fun, just, fun to just go. Just watching them, watching them go by. It would be, it would be the best. It was, speaking, it was of,
0: speaking of Billy Lilly, uh, back I used to go with him to the track back in Illinois. We'd go, what's the name of the track back there?
1: Cahokia, they yeah, had Cahokia. Cahokia race.
0: Yep. And that, yeah, and there's one other one. I can't remember the name right now, but I mean, I used to go there with him all the time uh, and watch the races. We went to, me and him went to the Preakness one year. You were playing in Washington and we snuck up there on your day off to watch the Preakness. <laughs> I, Got I into know. a little trouble we can't talk about it on here, but uh, <laughs> some good stuff happened. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, to me, it was awesome. I've watched the replay like 50 times. It's like you get goosebumps every time you watch it because he yeah. comes from so far back and then he's chasing down the favorite. And so and there's a few things where like first he's coming back and then the favorite goes into his kick and starts to open up its lead. So it's doing it's weighted and kicked in its reserves for the end. And then this horse is gaining on it from like way back. So the favorite is kicking and this horse is still catching up. He encounters a horse on the rail. So he has to literally turn himself right for a fraction of a second, you know, halting that forward momentum goes around this horse. And from the right. minute he goes around the horse, he's staring down epicenter. He does, his head is tilted. He's staring down epicenter the whole time, just waiting to track him down. Once he sees that he's got him, he turns forward and just wins the race. It right. was one of the coolest things I've ever seen an animal yeah. or anything else do in my life.
1: It was so good. So good. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yep. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, days like that that, uh, you know, you, you get up after seeing that and say, hey, you know. Sports is still great. Yeah. A,
0: they, uh, you know, won his owner $1.8 million for winning the Kentucky Derby. But if you had just taken $30,000, which it cost to claim him, embedded on an 80 to 1, it would have paid $2.4 million. All
1: right. Well, <laughs> so well, funny. Uh, it, it's funny. Uh, it, it's an amazing story. And, and even, I think, even the, the broadcasters
0: were in shock. Oh yeah! They, you know, well, he was, like snuck uh, up on the guy. The guy who says down it, the stretch at the end, he's like, "Rich Strike." He's like, "Who the hell is this?" I know. <laughs> I, like, I know. Are you kidding?
1: Was, right. Yeah, what a great story! What yep. a great story! Yep, that was It'll fun. Be interesting to see if he if he runs the uh, the next two also. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if he if he does that. Then, uh, but uh, you know, what whatever happens, what a story! And you know, and and the story of. You know, the owner and, and uh, the trainer, did you see that afterwards, yeah. uh, the interview with them and mm-hmm. uh, the bad luck that the, the owner, he was almost out of horse racing because he had some bad luck. And
0: and the Venezuelan uh, uh, jockey, I think he was like maybe the first Venezuelan to win the derby or something like that. I mean, just a lot of good stories surrounding it. It was. Uh, yeah. And just I saw someone post a video where they're like, do you realize how how big of a deal an 80 to one is? Right. Like the Washington, you know, the Washington commanders in the NFL are like 56 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, like that's 25 points better to win. They're not gonna win the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz is their quarterback, you know? Right. And oh so, god. Um all right. Speaking yeah. of football, what did you see? Tom Brady retired, yeah, pulled the mini Brett Favre, decided to come back. Um, he is gonna play again this year. I think might this might be his last year. I don't know if he's announced that for sure. But it's already come out that when he's done, he's going to be an announcer for Fox at the tune of three hundred and seventy five million dollars over 10 years. What do you think about this story?
1: Listen, I'm I'm, I'm all for a a guy like like that to come and to to tell me and to fill me in and to bring me in and to bring me closer to the game. You know, he's not only been there, done that and and lived it. He's lived it and then some. Mm-hmm. You know he's forty, forty something years old, and he's still out there playing. And and uh, you know he was with the New England Patriots and won won multiple Super Bowls. And then you know what whatever happened where he went to Tampa Bay, you know turned around and says, you know, you know I'll show <laughs> you. And it you know you know wins Tampa Bay a Super Bowl. Yep. You know so obviously you know I I love listening to guys who have been there and done that. And, and and know what it takes to to be champions, and and to 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 suck me in, you know, to 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 allow me to 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 get more knowledge, mm-hmm. and 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 I and I got a feeling, you know, but I, I got a feeling he'll be very 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 good at that, mm-hmm. but you know, but not always, you know, a, a lot of good players aren't good coaches, and a lot of coaches could never play, <laughs> you right. know, so it's going to be interesting, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those who can't teach and, and those who can do neither criticize. Right. They host a podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, ouch, oh out. no. Um, oh. I think he'll be good, though, because, uh, I mean, everyone loves Tony Romo. And, like, Tony Romo won't be pulling from as much experience as Tom Brady is. <laughs> Tom well, Brady won. I, I, you no, know. I
1: wouldn't think so. You know, I wouldn't stuff. think so. And
0: he seems like he's got a good personality. The social media yeah. he puts up and stuff, he seems like he's got a good sense of humor and can kind of laugh at himself. And and I think that'll that'll play well on TV when he's calling the games.
1: I'll listen to him. I, I, I will. And, and uh, uh, you know, I, I hope he gets through this next year. If he's going to play another year, I hope he gets through it healthy. <laughs> you yeah. know, because, you know, sometimes you go for that one last go-round and, you know, things happen. I, I hope that doesn't happen to him. You know that he comes out healthy and and uh, you know is able to make the transition and uh, it, it seems that yeah uh, you know with with what he's going to kind of you know kind of fall into with the the commentary and, and and still being around football which I'm sure is his you know outside of his family is his first love I'm sure he'll uh, he'll do a great job and I'm I'm looking forward to listening to him.
0: Yeah, me too. Thirty-seven and a half million dollars. He's going to do what? Like seventeen? He's probably do like twenty games. He's making two million dollars a game. What a baller! Um, I'm jealous. Uh, (laughs) Not not a bad gig if you can get it. Not a bad gig. Let's get him on the podcast uh, someday. That'd be fun. All right. Talk to me. You've been playing any golf? I played yesterday with my friend uh, Chris Castro that I work with uh, at the local Rancho Park. I got some new irons. I had new irons Mm. about two years ago. I didn't like them, so I traded them back in. And now I have the Titleist T200s uh mm. they've got a little more of a, i like them they have more of a cavity back not like a big back there's just like a little more to it i was playing with just blades before i right. don't play enough and i'm not as good as i used to be to play blades so i went for the little more uh, of a butt to it and uh, they go like when you hit them they they kind of go back to what i'm used to with my old irons and uh, i like mm-hmm. them and, and i'm ready i'm trying to practice and playing again tomorrow i'm, I'm ready for you if, I, if we come up this weekend or, or whenever i see you next
1: well, that uh, sound, sounds like a good thing. And, and, uh, I, t- I told you the uh, last, uh, last podcast that I got some new, some new wedges, uh, oh, uh Taylor, the Taylor made, made so high
0: toe,
1: the high toe. And, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm liking them yeah. and I'm getting a little more used to them. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's tough for me. I, I still got my, my Mickelson, uh, uh
0: the Callaways. Uh,
1: the Callaways. I still got, I'm not going to get rid of those, but I'm telling you the, the, the high toes. Oh my, oh my gosh. The feel is, is unbelievable. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, but you, but you got to fly it to the pin because they bite like they got teeth. The Spinach. Uh, it, yeah. They, they give you some, some good feel and some good bites and spin and, and good spin. And, and, uh, it's going to take me a while to get used to them, but, uh, but, but I got some good feel and, and, and to be honest with you, brother, my, uh, my Achilles is, uh, Seems to be a little better. I'm out of the boot now, uh, totally. That's good, uh, except for when I do exercise, and and so uh, I, I played a couple rounds, but uh, but but very slowly. Uh, I don't want to do any uh, any damage to it right now, mm-hmm. so, so the doc says kind of take it easy. But uh, I, I I think I've uh, avoided the surgery. I, I went. I told you I went for the for the PRP, and and uh, that's that's helped me an awful lot. So uh, hopefully I'll be. Uh, I'll be ready for you when you come up. I want to see those new irons and see the way you're hitting it. So yep. uh, we got a couple guys up here waiting for you too. So yeah, I'll out. bring my <laughs> wallet.
0: I'll definitely bring the wallet. Um, do <laughs> you're playing a tournament tomorrow, right? You playing a little I, tournament? I
1: yeah, I have. I haven't played a tournament in in uh, you know a couple of years and going uh, going with a couple of buddies from uh, uh, from the club I play at up here, and and we're going to go and and play a one day event, and it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, good for me to you know, to get out a little bit and uh, see if see if my game still travels. Uh, it it, uh, it hasn't been traveling so well lately, so I hope it uh, kind of comes around a little bit, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun.
0: That sounds fun. you got to let me know what you shoot. We'll tweet it out there, and we'll add six strokes so it doesn't kill your handicap. <laughs> you don't want to ruin your reputation <laughs> but, but, as a sandbagger of the millennium. Nah,
1: don't, be, no, don't be giving away. <laughs> Just don't kidding, be dude. Me away. Well, believe me, but, This the word's you, out. Because <laughs> you know you you said you've been playing Rancho and uh, Rancho Park and and uh, I, I remember back when you had to be 12, 13 years old. I don't know if we've uh, yep. said this story, nope. but uh, we went down to watch uh, one of the uh, uh, it was a called a senior tour back then. But uh, we went we were following uh, our friend Chichi Chichi Rodriguez and and uh, we were watching him and and uh, and all of a sudden he uh, on the eighteenth hole he, he looks over to you and he's. And he said, hey, 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 Brett, come on, you know, caddy for me going up the 18th. You remember that?
0: Oh, yeah. Do I remember that? I remember like it was yesterday. I'm a huge Chi Chi Rodriguez fan, especially when I was younger, when he was still playing on the senior tour nobody had more swag on tour i feel like than chi chi had some of the best outfits uh there's a yes. picture i'll put up with him and his caddy from like the masters and like the 80s and like it's one of the coolest looking photos i've ever seen of a player in his caddy yeah but yeah you're right We there was a pro-am day the, the, i think the old la open might have used to have been there or something there's a plaque on 18 about arnie made like an 11 or something on 18 and there's a plaque showing he went like out of bounds left out of bounds right you know just to show you that even the best players in the world have tough holes kind of like a right a cool message for young players but yeah you're right we were following him all day and we were coming up 18 it was a pro-am so he didn't wasn't exactly in the hunt in uh, some high pressure situation but he waited till the last couple hundred yards, and then and then gave me the the caddy bag, which was bigger than me almost. I remember. <laughs> I mean, those right. those they looked like uh, right. Rodney Dangerfield's bag from Caddy Shack, like it had a radio and a bar in it. And just, <laughs> like, what do you got, bricks in here, Chi-Chi? But yeah, yeah that, that was one of the coolest things ever for me in in my golf life is uh, getting that uh, that time with him. And he was one of the nicest dudes. I, f- I have I still felt like I have his ball and his glove that he gave me that day somewhere in 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 all my stuff and. Always a Chi-Chi yep. Rodriguez fan, love him. Yep,
1: yep, exactly. All
0: right, any last any last words before we go? I know you got to get to bed; it's late.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got a I've got an early ride tomorrow. I got to get up and get going at uh, around seven o'clock to to get up to to. Our, I think our tee off at nine thirty, so we got a little trip ahead of us. But I want to get up and uh, I'll, I'll call you and let you know the result and and uh, you know how we played. But uh, it's been fun as always being with you and. You know, you can follow me at at, at Jimmy Connors on Twitter and at ADV Connors on uh, on Twitter and at Brett
0: underscore Connors. Oh, yeah. And where else? Uh, At Advantage Connors on Instagram. uh, You know, share this, subscribe, write us a review. We're on our new uh, uh, platform, Cloud 10, which is part of the iHeart Podcast Network. Check it all out. Um, give us a follow. That's it. We're just here. We'll be checking in on maybe one more show before the French Open gets going. And uh, that's about it. Any last words? I love you.
1: All I got to say is uh, give, uh, give the girls a, a hug and a kiss for me, Melvin and, and uh, the little golden doodle Bella. Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, come up and see you soon. I'll be ready for some golf for you.
0: All right, give mom a hug. I love you guys, and uh, we will check in with you soon, everyone out there. Peace. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death